This is Two Chicks Talking Flicks, where we review movies, love them or hate them, someone's gotta do it. So, enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm April. And this is Two Chicks Talking Flicks. And anything else that gets in the mix. You're so excited. Yes. (laughs) Why are you so excited? We're going to a craft show tomorrow. God, you're on crack or something. <laughs> You're very excited. I just love crafts. I feel like you've been sniffing glue. <laughs> well, I do use glue. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of glue? Elmer's. Oh, no, that I, won't do it. I Okay, I'm not going to like buy new glue when I already have like all this Elmer's glue. You know, so my sister... I mean, it works. It, it's supposed to, mm-hmm. right? Um, my sister needed a ugly sweatshirt for a ugly sweater party, right? Mm-hmm. And I bought these like little, they're supposed to be kits for kids. Mm-hmm. And you make this, these penguins and you have to glue it all together. Mm-hmm. We use Elmer's glue. It's supposed to work for everything. It did not work. Like the parts kept falling off. <laughs> and we finally had to go get, I had, I have lots of different glue. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got fabric glue mm-hmm. that seemed to work. But at some point she, she goes, I lost an eye. I lost an arm. <laughs> Something else started to slip. It's <laughs> like, what the hell? It it was reluctant. The Elmer's glue did not want to. I have noticed, you know, because I watch videos on YouTube of people using glue. Yeah. And they like, you know, just use glue like regular and they don't have any warping, which, oh. you know, like I have warping. Yeah. So I have to very carefully dot. Yes. Very lightly so that my paper will not warp. So, you know, let's. Uh, this is craft talk with Sarah <laughs> and April. Um, what I have found, because mm-hmm. I used to do a lot of paper crafts, mm-hmm. you don't use Elmer's glue. You use um, this very specific glue. I have it. I will show you what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the kind of glue you should use. It still will warp, but it's it'll stay better than Elmer's glue. And I am aware of that obviously. Um, the problem is, is I have all of this Elmer's glue. Why do you have so much Elmer's glue? Um, because I was doing an art project a few years ago. Remember when I made my Darth Vader posters? Okay. Anyways, I needed glue for that. And like, you know, you always feel like you need more glue than what you actually need. So I bought like two big bottles of it. And I've only used the one, like hardly any, you know? So I'm just, I mean, I found a way to use my glue and I'm just going to continue using it. Also, if you smear it around a little Mm bit, it'll... Yeah, I I do that too when I'm getting like tired of dotting, Yeah, you know? Um, But I find it therapeutic, you know? I like to put the glue on my hands and peel it off. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want to get dirty. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to... Uh, I guess if I made cards faster... Uh-huh. But here's the thing. So far, I've, I've been making Christmas cards, and um, every card I make is unique. Like, mm-hmm. I don't make... You know, I watch these YouTube videos where they're like, oh, yeah, I made four of these designs, yeah. of the same design, and it's like... Yeah, I already, I'm putting one together and I'm already thinking of an idea for the next one, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm not at the like mass production. That's how I am with my reefs. Like mm-hmm. I typically won't make the same one mm-hmm. and I'll see people and they'll put together like five of the same kind. I'm like, nope, that's not me. Yeah. Like all mine are different. And I would love that, you know, yeah. like if... I had a business, you know, it would make sense to make more, like it would be so much more efficient for me to cut paper like that, Mm -hmm. you know, just get my measurements, but I don't have measurements. I literally will cut my paper. Like I measure for the envelope. Like I want to do, I want to use this size envelope, you know, and then I just start cutting my paper to fit that card. So I used to have, or not used to, I still do. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody needs a photographer 
in the DFW area, you know, shout out your girl. Um, but anyways, I used to make personalized CD covers mm-hmm. for the CDs that I gave my clients. Mm-hmm. And I had my ruler marked and I would just follow the lines on my ruler. Mm-hmm. And that's how I knew how to make it every time. Mm-hmm. I still had to adjust it a lot, which sucked. But. <clears throat> yeah, no, I don't even do that. Like I literally don't measure anything. Well, I there's some measurements here and there, but it's primarily like, you know, I need it to fit this. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, I need to cut here. So I literally stick my paper in there, then remove what yeah. I'm using, and then I will cut. Yeah. So, like I said, no measurements. Yeah, I'm really bad at measuring stuff. I'm, I can measure fine, but there's, oh, there's no point. Like, I, first of all, I'm making my own envelopes. Yeah. I also have a bunch of envelopes. So then it's like, well, this card, this is what I feel like doing. And I'm like, I want it to be a smaller card. I want this to be a bigger card. Yeah. It's just, there's no rhyme or reason to where my inspiration takes me. Yeah, like, um, you know, how people will be like, oh, help me measure this. What's that measurement? And they're like, nine and two thirds. Mm-hmm. No, no. It's either nine or like nine and a half for me. Mm-hmm. That's it. There Or ten. I, I don't I don't do the nine and three quarters. Nope. I'm not gonna know it. I I cannot read a ruler. Oh, I can. I'm thirty plus years old and I cannot read sixteenth, one eighth, you know, two eighths, three fourths. I can read a ruler fine. Yeah. You I know, can. the inches, not the centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> centimeters is like, okay, I just need to line it up to this line. Right. <laughs> well, for those that have stuck around <laughs> after craft talk, uh, we are reviewing the movie Serendipity. Serendipity. Okay. So this movie, I don't even know when it came out. Was it like 2000? 2001? That's what I kind of thought that. September 13th. Oh, oh poorly wow. timed. <laughs> Oh, wait, that was international, October 5th in the United States. We needed something to cheer up, I guess. It wow. was shot in New York, or yeah. supposedly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for yeah. those who don't know, this is a quick little recap of Serendipity. Basically, we have Sarah, and we have John. Oh, my God, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> we have Sarah, and we have John. And they meet trying to buy a Christmas gift and they both reach for the same thing. Sarah buys it. It's actually for herself. And um, they go out to dinner together and she's going to pay for it because she feels bad because she bought the thing that he was going to buy. And they go their separate ways, but then they both forget their items. So they go back to the place and then they meet up and then they hang out the rest of the night and they haven't exchanged who they are yet. And she's like, okay, well, how about you write your information on this $5 bill? And if it comes back to me, then it's meant to be. He's like, okay, but don't we need to put something out there in the world for for me to find? And she said, oh, okay, here's this book. I'm going to write my name and information in this book. I'm going to take it to a used bookstore. And then you'll have to look at all those books every time you go buy one. He's like, okay. And then they decide that they're going to test fate just one more time mm-hmm. and they're going to try and go down the elevator or go up the elevator and see if they get on the same floor. He never shows up. She leaves. And then they go on about their lives for the next couple of years. They both meet other people. They're both getting married. And then all of a sudden they start to get signs about the other person. And they go on an adventure trying to find each other. And then they do. The end. The end. (laughs) (laughs) So a little bit about Sarah in this movie. Mm -hmm. Obviously, my name is Sarah. And the main person's name is Sarah. And when I was in high school, I liked this guy named Mike. Mm -hmm. Mike had a girlfriend named Kim. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Kim was a cheerleader. Mike was on the um, uh, track team. Mm -hmm. And I'm Sarah and I'm a dork. There was a show on MTV called Undressed. And it was this girl. Her name was Sarah. She had to tutor this guy who broke his leg while on the track team. His name was Mike. He had a girlfriend (laughs) named Kim. And she was a cheerleader. No. Yes. And I was like, oh, that is my sign. Like, because <laughs> they totally got together on the show. I was very excited. Uh-huh. Me and Mike did not get together. Aww. I know. Sad. But the next year, this guy that I had a crush on in junior high shows back up to my school. Could it be this guy that I liked? He is here. Uh huh. And, um, we kept having these like chance encounters. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Like, how did this happen? And um, his name was Kyle. And his last name was Thomas. His dad's name was John. And I was like, oh, this movie comes out. I'm like, oh, her name is Sarah Thomas. His name is John. I was like, obviously, we're meant to be. <laughs> we were not meant to be. Oh, I know. It's very sad. But I used to, like, me and my best friend... Look for signs. Look for signs and everything. Is this why you're how you are today? Yes! <laughs> okay, so as I was watching this movie, I really love Sarah's character. Mm-hmm. And I really feel that I live my life kind of like her, yeah. too. Because I just go with the motions. Mm-hmm. I very strongly believe that you can't force something to happen. It yeah. just has to happen. Yeah. And I get very upset... When I can't let life take me on its journey. Yeah. You know? See, I'm more like John in this movie, though my name is Sarah. I'm more like him trying to find the signs. I remember, um, so we we live here in Arlington, and when they opened up the new uh, Rangers ballpark, um, I heard that there was a 7-Eleven somewhere. So we were exploring and I was like, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm looking for the new 7-Eleven, you know? And Sarah just busts out her phone. She's like, oh, it's outside. I'm like, why would you look it up? We're walking around exploring. Either we find it or we don't find it. And you just took out the joy of discovery from it. So when you say, hey, I'm trying to find this place. Do you want to come with me? In my head, it means let's go find this place. We are on a mission to get to this location. We are not doing anything else until we get to that location. So I was trying to be a good friend and not want to just walk around aimlessly. I'm like, well, let me look it up on my phone. Oh, there it is. Let's just go to it. And me, I'm just saying it as in keep your eyes peeled while we look around for the 7-Eleven in case I don't spot it. Yeah. No, see, I didn't know that you were that way. I am that way. Until then. Same thing with the black and white cookie. I have been looking for the black and white (laughs) cookie to have it appear in my life. I am not going to Google which bakery has a black and white cookie. I am just living my life. And one day I hope to come across the black and white cookie so that I can buy it and eat it. So what if someone bought it for you? I would, if they didn't know, it would be fine because fate has brought it to Uh. me. But I don't want you to go out looking for the black and white cookie and then give it to me because that is not fate bringing it to me. Okay. Okay. I've heard they're gross, so I wouldn't do that. Well, I will be the judge of that myself. Yeah. I've gotten very mixed reviews if it's good or not because I had recently in the last year watched Mm -hmm. the Seifeld and I was like, what is with this black and white cookie? Yep. Okay, that sounded very generous. What's with the black and white cookie? <laughs> and I've always wanted the black and white cookie because of Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did not mean to say it that way. Um, but yeah, I, I was like, what is, what is this black so and white cookie? So I have had 
a black and I guess it's kind of like a sugar cookie. It's mm-hmm. like the Mexican version. It's kind of like a triangle-y uh-huh. where it's half chocolate and half, I guess, vanilla, yeah. you know, because it's kind of like, you know, a, a sugar cookie, mm-hmm. like, but it's not really a black and white cookie, but that's what I imagine it would taste like, kind of. I don't know. I'm waiting for Faith to bring it to me. Yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of like um, when I was in high school, I had a craving for orange juice. I just really wanted the specific orange juice. Mm-hmm. And someone's like, you could go buy it. I was like, I know I could go buy it, but I just really want it to like, I want it to appear. Mm -hmm. And so I kept asking my parents and they kept not getting orange juice when they'd go to the store. (laughs) And I was like, what is going on? And then they finally did. And I got it. It tasted like shit. Like Mm -hmm. it was not good. It was not what my brain was Mm -hmm. hoping the orange juice would be. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now this is before they had the simply orange, which is the best orange juice. Mm -hmm. Bite me. I don't care. Um, but yeah, I, I was looking for this magical tasting orange juice that I had in my head for months. It was months. <laughs> I could have gone you to the store. You were so deprived. I, I, <laughs> like, <laughs> why did it take months, first of all, mm-hmm. to get this orange juice? I have no idea. But when I finally got it, it just didn't live up to the hype. And it was mm, very sad. I feel you. I've had that where I've wanted something and then you get it and you're like, It just didn't hit. Yeah. I remember um, when I was living in New York, I was a vegetarian at that time. So I never got to have a New York hot dog. Oh, no. I never got to eat White Castle. Mm. Um, I think it's really funny that this movie, its name is Serendipity. Mm -hmm. It has the name Sarah in it. Oh, my gosh. Every time they said Sarah, she just kept saying, Sarah, Sarah. And I'm like, dude, it sounds so weird for you to say your own name. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop it. But see, it's not weird for me because I grew up with so many Sarahs in, you know, the 80s. It was like a boom of Sarahs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was one of five in, in my own Girl Scout troop. Wow. Yeah, there was five of us. So, and then one moved and another one moved in. (laughs) Crazy. You had to keep the quota. We really did. Like, literally, from kindergarten all the way through high school, I went to school with these five Sarahs. Do you have a middle name? Yes. What is it? Jean. Jean? Uh huh. Have you ever considered going by your middle name? No. I don't like my middle name. Really? Like Jean Gray? No. We can call you Jeannie? No, No, you would never want to go. I I like Sarah. I like Sarah as the name. See, I wouldn't want to share my name with people. You know, there's like a whole month and lots of other people named April. Yeah, but like... It's not as common, but... What's so interesting is that I'm trying to think if I've ever like... I don't think I've ever... No, wait. Yeah. I've had spheres where I've had friends who've had like, I've known people who have known other Aprils, yeah. but I've never been friends with or interacted with anyone named April. Weird. So I've never had to actually say my own name unless it's the month. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Like I had a friend whose wife was named April, but this was a work friend and like, you know, I didn't talk to his wife. I had another friend at school who had a sister named April, but she was younger. So again, you know, I didn't see the sister. Yeah. So. Well, my best friend's name is Sarah and she doesn't spell it correctly. (laughs) Um, she doesn't spell it with an H, whatever. Uh, but people are always like, we'll introduce ourselves. And then they're like, oh, are you guys sisters? Why would, <laughs> who would name both their kids Sarah? <laughs> like, I, okay, I understand George, um, the boxer guy. I get he did that. Uh-huh. But that's few and far between. Not uh-huh. very many people are just naming their kids the same name. Mm-hmm. And then spelling it. Be like, well, we're going to spell one with an H and one without. See, I don't... Uh, 
I don't know. I'm not saying that I would be prejudiced against being friends with an April, <laughs> but if I became close with a person named April, one of us has got to switch names. Like, I don't think I could be April with her around. I would have to be somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, you, I, I don't want somebody to say, hey, April, and both of us turn around, you know? And if, if I made a friend named April, I would probably never bring her with any of my April friends. <laughs> like, like, the only way I could see this happening is if we were, like, work friends, yeah. you know? And it's like, you know what? We can be work friends, but you're going to be, if you want to be, if you want to keep April, that's fine. But I'm going to be somebody different. And you are never, ever going to meet my April friends because I'm not going to have somebody say, hey, April, and both of us turn around. Like these two worlds cannot collide. <laughs> That's why when I was in school, I was Sarah R. For, oh my God. I would just for be a really long time. I would just be R all the time. Well, so much so that I would sign my cards to my mom and dad, and my sister as Sarah R. Like they didn't know who it was from. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, Sarah R. Yeah. Like, no, I, I couldn't do that. We had a Sarah B, a Sarah R, a Sarah a S, a Sarah Why D. Why didn't y'all just call each other by y'all's last name? A Sarah L and a Sarah K. Like on that 70s show, like Foreman and... I don't know. That's just what we were named. Just call, go by your last name. We knew who we were. We knew who we were talking about. <sighs> I just... I. Uh... It was never much of a problem. I think more it's more of a problem nowadays than it was when I was a kid. You know what's so funny is that I actually remember me and my friend Yoranda, we both had... Okay, so I had... Okay, so there were these two guys named Alex, right? Uh -huh. They were both named Alex. And there was one that I had more classes with and there was one that she had more classes yeah. with and she was the only one that had classes with both of them. Oh. And it was like biology, I think, and she was in a group with them. <laughs> so anyways, because I had more classes with mine, um, A, okay, so there was my Alex and there was her Alex. Yeah. My Alex with the hair, her Alex with the glasses. Yeah. And then we would also call, so, so they had three names. My Alex, her Alex, Alex with the hair, Alex with the glasses. And then we would call them by their last names as well. Savedra yeah. and Dominguez. Yeah. So yeah, we had three different ways of communicating yeah. them. Oh, actually no, four. We would, we would also call them Alex one and Alex two. So when I was in college, I had a friend, her name was also Sarah. Mm -hmm. She had curly hair. I had straight hair. She was also kind of bisexual mm -hmm. so it was like are you talking about straight sarah or curly sarah and that could really mean either either thing so it was kind of funny mm. but yeah uh and then at the same time i also was friends with my sarah mm -hmm. and um we all three hung out and that was weird because i hadn't hung out with any other sarahs besides the sarahs i went to school with mm -hmm. so that's just so weird. I would have, <laughs> listen, if my name was Sarah, I wouldn't be Sarah with you guys. I wouldn't. Ugh. I would not be Sarah with you guys. I, I, I don't you know what? be any other name. And you know what? I don't think there was any Sarahs at my school. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Yeah, I know. That's very strange. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, there is a Sarah in this movie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she spells it wrong too. Are we um, are we done with our name monologue? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. But I will say there are a lot of Johns in this movie. There are two Johns. Mm -hmm. One only goes by John, the other one goes by Lars, but mm -hmm. there are two Johns, a Jeremy and a Jean. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's that. Mm -hmm. I mean, there may be other people, but those are the only once I know their names. Mm -hmm. Have you ever noticed in movies, people have pretty boring names? Yes. Yeah. They're well, so There's Lars. <laughs> and that's as exotic as they got. That's true. When you think about it, 
it's not even that exotic. Yeah. Um, so I, I've seen this movie a lot as, as someone who believes in serendipity. Mm-hmm. I have seen this movie quite a bit mm-hmm. and I do not remember them focusing so much on the glove as it's gone from the room uh, down to the, in that little basket down to the floor. I never noticed that either. either. I was like, is this something new? And I'm just now paying attention to it. Like at first when she was carrying that glove in there, I'm like, what the fuck is this? That jewelry, you know, like it's so like, like it's like taking the letter to the king. Yeah. You know, like, sir, you've received a summons from so the king. Or I've something. always noticed her going down the escalator with it. I, mm-hmm. I've always noticed that. I never noticed the lady messing with the glove and putting it in there and giving it to her. I just thought that she was like doing something with clothes. I never really paid attention. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I actually noticed that. And I was like, Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> They're really focusing on this glove mm-hmm. business. I never noticed that before. It was very strange. Mm-hmm. Very odd sensation watching a movie that you've seen a gazillion times <laughs> and picking up something new. Um, do you think this is the only restaurant named movie? Like not only is it named serendipity, but there's a restaurant named serendipity that they go to Three times in the movie. Hmm. I tried to think and I couldn't <clears throat> think of anything. Uh, what's that movie? Um, Good Burger? <laughs> yeah, but that's not a real place. Serendipity is a real place. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's a real restaurant. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I was trying to think any other movie, but hmm. I can't. <laughs> There's the McDonald's movie. I was thinking about that too. That's the only one I know. But of. it's called something different. It's called McWhat. Oh, they're super size. There's McMillions. No. Oh yeah, there's the Monopoly scam too. Hmm. Hmm. You know what? I didn't get any of the adult Happy Meals. Nope. Like I just never made my way there, and they were cute. I like. They're creepy. I loved it. They were creepy cute. I could probably just buy the toy on Amazon, on eBay, or something. Um, I like that John said that he was getting a crush on another man's girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, and that's why she should give him his her info. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh damn, so brazen. So I was wondering, is this considered? cheating like did they technically go on a date like i don't know i it, it's okay <sighs> the eating snacks uh-huh. like going to like serendipity and just getting dessert i was like mm, that's okay but the ice skating the ice skating part yeah. really felt like a date yes you know, because the whole like, well, let me just thank you. And it's like, well, I do feel a bit peckish. Okay. Yeah. You know, like they don't really know each other at that point. So it's not really, it's more like having companionship while you have your dessert. Yeah. So I didn't think of that as like cheating, but like the ice skating, you know. I think it depends on what the feelings are behind it mm-hmm. or what your intentions are behind it because clearly his intentions were to get to know this girl yeah but she's also asking him questions but that's normal thing i would do i mean what are you supposed to stand there and do talk not talk uh, i would be asking questions even if i did like i i talk to people i don't know all the time i know but like they were feeling it. It was a vibe. You oh know? yeah, they totally were vibing, and they were totally uh, cheating on their significant other, mm-hmm. or emotionally cheating on their significant other, or wanting to cheat on. Because had he gotten off on the twenty third floor at the same time she got off on mm-hmm. the twenty third floor, which they did both pick, mm-hmm. um, they would have totally kissed. Yeah, they so. They would have broken up with their others. Yes. And they would have gotten together. Yeah. And there would have been no movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It all worked out as the way it should be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they both forget their stuff mm-hmm. because, you know, it's cold. 
So yeah, forget your gloves that you bought and the one purchase. They were talking about this purchase as they left the store. It's like five days to Christmas. Yes. And then he forgot his scarf, Mm -hmm. which was really the only thing that was going to keep him warm uh, because he he was wearing a jacket, but it was very light jacket for the amount of like cold in the air. I feel like that's part of the destiny thing, you know, like they were just so into each other that they weren't thinking about anything else. Uh And then she's like, crap, I forgot my gloves. And he's like. Oh, you know, scar. I've got a long walk. <laughs> I better go get I'm that sti- scar. He's like, he's like, I'm not past the point of no return. Cause you yeah. know, we all have that. I've gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a very special scar. Maybe it too was cashmere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they very, they're very fancy people. Like he's living in a shit apartment. Yeah. <laughs> And yet having a wedding at the Waldorf Astoria. Well, it looks like she's rich. Still, like, and he's uh, they said he was a uh, in uh, he's a producer at ESPN, yeah, so he's probably making a lot. And they live in a shit apartment, like, okay, well, that's what guys do, they live in shit apartments till they it get was, married. It's an efficiency, their bed was in the living room, yeah, but it's New York City, it's very expensive. Uh, I just you know, you live there, I know, I know, <laughs> um. I noticed something you disagreed with me, but there is too much flute in this movie. I didn't even notice until you said something. <laughs> no, like, like I don't really listen to music. You're like, oh, I love this song. And you start singing. I'm like, I've never heard this crap before. I don't know what this is. So normally when we watch a movie, especially a rom-com, anything like that, I like all the songs. Like, they're always good songs. No, they're not. They're like B-track songs. The only song that I liked in this movie is Sarah Smile. That is the only song. All the rest are like weird lullaby songs, flute songs, his little weird music that he plays with his little weird instrument. Not not my taste. I, I don't like the soundtrack at all. Yeah, I would have been better not having noticed the soundtrack at all, like I never did before. Yeah, well, sorry. Too much flute. Mm. Um, so she gets skittish when he she writes down her information finally. Mm-hmm. He broke her down. She wrote it down, handed it to him, and as he hands it to her, or she hands it to him, it flies away. Yep. And all this paper comes mm-hmm. swirling around him. And she's like, oh, that was a sign. Yep. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was a sign. I would probably take it as a sign, too. Mm-hmm. But they recover. And they put the do the money in the book thing. Mm-hmm. And then they do the elevator thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this point, when he's in the elevator, I'm like, he's wearing a wig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it was really bothering me. Mm-hmm. Um, thank God. And the f- when they go to the future, he is not wearing that wig. Because mm-hmm. it was terrible. Mm-hmm. I was like, he does not look attractive. Mm. I'm always just like, why don't they just tell these people to grow out their hair? Yeah. You know, and then trim it a little bit. And then in the future, trim it a lot. Yeah. Like. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is now with Tom Brady's XX. <laughs> um, I can't think of her name. Mm. She has a real name. Mm. Uh, but she is Haley, Hallie, Hallie. Mm. And, um, Sarah is a therapist. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> and she doesn't believe in soulmates anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so interesting side note. I, at this same time, wanted to be a therapist. Now it is not because of this movie, but now that I'm watching it, I was like, how much did this influence me? Maybe this really did influence me quite a bit because I too wanted to be a therapist. Yeah, no, not me. I don't want to hear about people's problems. Like I even went to school to do that Mm. and then got a reality check on what it would take to actually get that degree. And was like, okay, maybe not. 
<laughs> but I was already in the program. Like I started the program. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, hey, you're going to need a lot of science and math. And I was like, oh, no, no <laughs> that's not for me. Um, any hoozlebees. Uh, she gets proposed to. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought it was cute that when she opens the ring box, yeah. there's no ring. And she's like, what? And then he's like, you haven't said yes yet. I know, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh. And then he tries shoving it onto her finger, but it's the wrong size. And he knows her so well. And he's like, okay, that's not a sign. Okay. Yeah. It's not a sign. <laughs> don't freak out on me. Yeah. But I just don't feel they were a good uh-uh. mix. However, if she's a go-with-the-flow kind of person, then I can see it. But what threw me off is her being a therapist. Yeah. That does not make sense. No. Like, I can, like, I, okay, so maybe a therapist with young children, because she was speaking with a teenager, but she was kind of mean to him and crushing his poor little soul. Yeah. That was so mean. Well, see, that's what I don't understand because he says that to her. Uh Like, this doesn't mean anything. Like, don't read into this. But then when when she was with him, with her client, Mm -hmm. she was like, you know, there's no soulmates. Like, you're... Mm -hmm. Your head's in the clouds. There's hundreds of people that can make you happy. Yeah, I was just like, that doesn't track for yeah. what we met her and how she is later. Yeah. It's like, just, the only way that would have worked is if she completely changed after this yeah. experience. But her being with the... Because her boyfriend is that free-spirited uh-huh. person. So I can see them being on the same level maybe at the beginning of the relationship. Yeah. But now this that experience has kind of made her bitter. So I don't even see why she's still with this same mm-hmm. boyfriend if she has changed. And so now that she's seeing all these signs again, it's like she's reawakened again yeah. as well. And I don't necessarily think that she has seen the signs as much as she's noticing Mm-hmm. because she clearly doesn't want to be with this guy. He's not the right fit for her. No. Um, he only cares about himself. Like, he wants to go on tour and... Have her go with him and leave his patients? Yeah, leave her patients. Her like, patients? they're important. They, you know, you can't just leave your therapist mm-hmm. job for X amount of time. Yeah. Like... They have to go somewhere. You're the person that they talk to. And what if you're gone and all of a sudden they're like, well, I couldn't get a hold of her. So I harmed myself. Like, you know, that's why I feel like maybe she should have been like a school teacher. And then if she's going to go on tour with him, she could go in the summer. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just this, her her being a therapist makes no sense whatsoever. Well, her being with him makes no sense because... He doesn't care about her. Um, they added extra dates when they had already planned their wedding and their uh, honeymoon. Yeah. And now his job is going to interfere with that. Mm-hmm. And who, how, where were we in life that that was ever like super popular music? <laughs> like, Okay, I understand Kenny G, <laughs> but this was well after Kenny G. So it's just like, who was jamming out to this do 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 do? Listen, <laughs> there is something for everyone I out guess. there, and just because he sold out doesn't mean he's selling out stadiums. True, you know, he true. could be could've doing been. bars, like little, like you know, shaman. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that was very weird. Yeah. So, um, let's see. I I will say. I mean. I enjoyed the music. I wouldn't mind listening to an evening of it. Yeah. But I'm not going to be rocking the CD. I just don't understand, like, how he went from the guy who set up that cute romantic proposal. Uh Uh-huh. And then he's that guy who's all up his own ass. Mm -hmm. And he got her a ring that she doesn't like. Like, that doesn't sound like the same guy who knows her that well that she would read into something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I think you didn't know her and that she should read into because Mm -hmm. that's not the kind of ring she would have liked. And you had the size wrong. You've been together (laughs) for 
a long time and you couldn't get the side. Like, she's a very small person. How'd you get a ring that tiny? Um, here's what I think. When they first met, she was very carefree mm-hmm. and sporadic yeah. and they vibed, you know, but she kind of, I guess, after this experience of meeting someone she truly connected with yeah. and then it didn't work out, she's like, well, maybe there is no such thing as destiny, mm-hmm. you know? And it seems like like her friend, even though she is in the business mm-hmm. of selling luck, yeah, she doesn't really believe in it. Mm-hmm. So her world seems kind of closed, I'm glad you brought up her friend yeah. because Eve, played Uh by Molly Shannon, um, she's kind of a bad friend. Yeah. Like, okay, she took you on this trip to New York Mm -hmm. and your false pretenses. Uh Uh-huh. But once you get there and she kind of tells you, you freak out. And I feel like that was uncalled for. Yeah. You should have been like, hell yeah, let's do this. Like, Because I don't think you're right with Lars. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he's good for you or whatever. Or even here's the, here's the biggest thing. Let's say it sounds like she's already tried looking for him and spent all of this time and it just, it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. And maybe as a friend, I can see you just being sick and tired of you talking about this man. And you did bring me here under false pretenses, but I'm not going to get on a plane and leave and no. be like, you know what? I will be with you breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but I am not going to go on this crazy wild goose chase with you. Yeah. Although to be honest with you, I probably would Hell because yeah. we're, she's getting married next week, you know? And I would have been like, you know what? This is it. This is, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And then after that, we're never going to discuss this yeah. ever again. Exactly. Like that would have been my, once you're married, it's this fantasy is over. Yes. You know? So I, uh, yeah, like you're already in New York. Just suck it up and go. Kind of like John's friend. Like his friend was like, good, good friend. Like at first he was like, oh my God, are you serious? But then he's like, fuck it. Let's just, we're going to do this. We're going to fucking do this. Okay. Cause you're getting married tomorrow. And if you don't do this now, you're going to regret it forever. He's the one that was like, come on, let's go. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, let's go, man. I know that would have been me. I'm like, listen, I'm always down. Yeah. You know, I'm always down to do a trip. I, I would 100% be like, let's, let's do this. Let's, we're in it. I'm ready. I've got points on my card. Okay. Let's do it. I got points. I got points. Actually, what Eve should have done is she should have planned the party. And be like, hey, I'm going to take you out for a bachelorette weekend in New York mm-hmm. under false pretenses and then is there to help her find this guy. See, I don't see that happening because it seems like it hasn't been brought up in a while. Well, when she came to see her and she kind of talked about it, mm-hmm. that should have oh, been the okay, time where okay. she set it up. But instead they had it go the other way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that would have been a perfect opportunity. Yeah. You know, because she has to go because it was brought to her, not mm-hmm. her doing it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's the whole 7-Eleven business. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Oh, I also noticed lots of candles. We had a discussion about said candles. Dude, they were having <laughs> dinner and there was lit candles on the table. And then homeboy threw a cloth napkin at his friend who caught it, thank goodness. But I'm just thinking, what the fuck? First of all, napkins, like he didn't really ball it up. No, he just you know, tossed it. He tossed it kind of open. And I'm like, dude, that could have like landed on flames. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. And then in the proposal, there was a gazillion candles And everywhere. they were big ass, like yeah. thick, like cathedral candles. It was crazy. I don't know where you get those other than did they like rob a church or something? (laughs) (laughs) They were thick candles. Uh, Let's see here. So he's hearing Sarah everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, The girl at the golf place, his hair cutter, who was not his 
normal hair cutter. Mm-hmm. And then he hears the song Sarah by Holland Oates. Um, and he's just hearing it all over the place. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel that. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be like, oh, my God, I just heard that thing again <laughs> or whatever. And I'm like, I need to stop this. <laughs> but I don't. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, And then she sees a Cool Hand Luke poster. Have you ever seen the movie? No. So. In, he mentioned the movie, like, that's his favorite one. Yeah. In 2001, I saw this movie in my psychology class. And around the same time. And I could see Mr. Thomas directly across from me all at the same time. This movie is very serendipity for me. Mm. If you if you look at the facts, the breadcrumbs, mm. if you mm-hmm. will. Um, and you know what? I'm sure some people from my high school probably might listen to this. I don't care. He knows. I know. I know he knows. He knows I know he knows. We're all we're all fine. He's married. It's cool. It's okay. I can have crushes on people. It's fine. <laughs> um, I couldn't embarrass myself any more than I already did. So <laughs> here we are. Um, do, do, do. Uh, oh, Gene Levy. Love him so Love him. much. You know, he kind of reminds me of the Mr. Bean of this movie. Like, have you ever seen Love Actually? He's in Love Actually. He's uh, putting together the gift that uh, the guy is buying for his wife, but it's actually for his assistant. And he's like, do you want it gift wrapped? And he's like doing all this different stuff. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not finished yet. And he's like, I need this sprig of whatever mm. have you ever seen it Mm-mm. oh it would make sense if you've seen it I, um, i've seen the show mr bean no 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 it's it, it's that guy who plays mr bean uh-huh. he's in that movie oh. and he's very similar to this character in this um, movie okay uh they came out within like a year of each other so mm. well I'll... yeah it's about a year because um, this one you said came out October of 2001. Mm-hmm. That came out in like October, November of 2002. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anywho. Um, yes, love Gene Levy. He plays a clerk at Hermes. What I found so funny is that um, John is trying to get him to help him. And he's like, well, I need help meeting my sales quota. So he picks up a random tie. And then he's like, I need to meet my quota. One tie, one $95 tie isn't going to cut it. And then he's like, well, then what should I get? And he's like, well, one purple tie. And gets him a freaking purple, <laughs> like, velvet, yeah. like, Dinner jacket? Like, I don't even know what that is. My thing is, is that it looked like a blue tie to me. Yeah, I thought it's it was blue too. It's always been a blue tie to me. And why would you get the tie or the jacket to match exactly to the tie? That just seems weird and less, like, that color purple did not match the tie that he picked out. Just saying. Yeah, like, I would have just gone with black. Yeah, um... Something that you can normally use that would make more sense. And I think mm-hmm. it was a whole top and bottom sort of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was it was very thick. It was, uh, it was like, like a crushed velvet. Yeah, like Hugh Hefner type. Yeah, like it's weird. Yeah. It's not a good look. I mean, it looked comfy. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, but like not to go out. Yeah, but then he tells him, oh, I looked at the number. It's a dead account. And he's like, what? (laughs) He's like, but but you can go to our corporate office, but you need an employee to escort you. And then he shows him these crocodile shoes. (laughs) He like knocks them out of his hand. (laughs) I don't know why, but that part's funny to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the three of them, his friend comes, they go on a mission, they go to the warehouse and they're looking around. And when he finally finds it, I never noticed this either. Or maybe I have, and I just forgot. They, him and uh, 
Dean, his best friend, come around the corner and Gene Levy does this like gun. Because <laughs> like, they hear him yell. <laughs> I thought that was so funny too. Yeah, we both laughed and I was like, oh my God, I never noticed that. <laughs> he had to like, there was like some bad guy there. He's going to have to like shoot him with his finger guns. <laughs> um, so let's see here. Oh, that I put she was a bad friend. Bad um, friend. Oh, so then they're in New York, Sarah and Eve, and uh, John and his friend Dean are walking down the street, mm. and they're trying to find some stuff, and they run into a Dalmatian, mm-hmm. and the Dalmatian's just jumping up all over on him. Trying to, like, tie him down. Yeah. And then down the street they run into Sarah and Eve and I was like that dog knows come on (laughs) it was it felt like you could see destiny trying to weave its web but couldn't capture them like the final destination people are probably really mad right now they're like don't you see (laughs) the signs I did think about that too really yeah I thought about that it was like (laughs) Wow, mm-hmm. we're like simpatico today. Um, let's see here. Oh, so Eve gets hit by a, a golf ball and then a golf club. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we find out that Eve and John's fiance, mm-hmm. who, who he's marrying the next day. Mm-hmm were uh both went to the same college and mm-hmm. she was her RA mm-hmm. and she gets invited to the rehearsal and Sarah was invited but decides to go and talk to her uh fiance instead mm-hmm. and then we find out that it's the same person well we already knew yeah <clears throat> what i loved is at the end of that rehearsal um the fiance gives him a groom's gift yes and it's the book. Dun, and dun, dun. obviously, I've already seen this movie, so I know what it was. Yeah. And it's always so shocking. Like, here's the person you're about to dedicate your life to. And the day before you make those commitments, they give you the one thing you've been searching yeah. for, for what, seven years or something? Yep. Or three years? Who knows? So, Yeah. It's just like crazy. And they don't call the number. Instead, they like freaking investigate where they live and fly a red eye to San Francisco, get there at like five, six in the morning and, you know, look through the windows and see her sister, which when she's doing it kind of looks like it could be her. Um, But what they don't know is that it's actually Sarah's sister. Yep. And um, I feel like he should have known. They should have called. There's that too. Should have called. Um, but what are the odds that it's the same phone number? Yeah, no. Oh, however, back then you couldn't take your number with you. Yeah. So that's how they locked you in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sarah, meanwhile, tries to go on a flight and she has her friend's wallet. <laughs> and I thought, how impractical because you have to show your ID. Exactly. But this was prior, when they shot it, it was prior to 9-11. Yeah, but I feel like you still need ID. Maybe she had both wallets. And she only pulled out one. But the thing is, is that her friend is stuck in New York without money because mm-hmm. she had her wallet, her Prado. And I was just like, "What?" Okay, so um, they're walking down the streets of New York, and she's like, "Ooh, Prada!" Yeah. and runs across the street to a street vendor. Uh-huh. And then she's like, "Oh, look at this!" He's like twenty dollars. And then she's like, "Oh." That's just an imitation. It's not even a good imitation. Not like mine. And she whips out hers. She's like, see, yours says Purdue. Mine says Purdue or something, yeah. you know? <laughs> and I just thought that was so cute. Yeah. Uh, like, it's okay getting imitations. Just get good ones. Yeah, just get ones that actually look. She goes, at least mine says Prada. <laughs> yours says Prado. I was like, I could, I could just get a little magic marker. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Um, 
And then when she realizes she has the wrong wallet, she gets money out, you know, cause who's not going to use your friend's wallet, I guess. And then she notices, oh, wait, is that, is mm-hmm. that writing pink writing mm-hmm. still as bright and vibrant? Right. That's what I said. Like <laughs> run it through the washer a bit. <laughs> and there it is. John's information. Yes, indeed. So she gets off the flight, which after he has a very unique name. Yeah. He was never going to find her. I'm surprised. Yeah, Sarah Thomas. That's huh. probably pretty hard. Yeah, no. But how many Sarah Thomases are just running around putting their name in the uh, well, Colorado. like they were using their contacts to find her in San Francisco. Yeah. Like, especially in a time when people don't have a LinkedIn or a Facebook so you could see a picture of her. How do you know that's her? Do you know how many Sarah Mees <laughs> with my last name are on Facebook? A lot. And your last name is pretty rare. Yeah, it's not very common. Though mm-hmm. I do work with someone who has my same last name. Mm-hmm. So, but it's spelled differently. Mm-hmm. So they always that. spell it differently. Yeah. Um, so then we see John and he's walking through the park reading the obituary that his best <laughs> friend wrote for him for his wedding. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ends up at the ice skating rink, mm-hmm. which is not the ice skating rink yet. It is currently still cement. Uh, but it will be very shortly because mm-hmm. it's starting to snow. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sits on a bench and lo and behold, what does he find? A random jacket. A jacket. And that no one means, had stolen her jacket. That means absolutely nothing to him because yeah. it's just a stranger's jacket who could have had lice, but yeah. you know, whatever. But he grabs it. He just felt something when he saw the jacket. It could have had bed bugs. Yeah. But again, he just grabbed it for no reason, you know, and then goes and sits in the middle of the ice skating rink. And puts it under his head. As a pillow, which wasn't like, it feels like he was, he only did that after a while of sitting there. So it's not like he took this like thinking, oh, this will make a great pillow. You know what I mean? Like, so he... Lays down and is staring out up at the um, Cassiopeia constellation and a glove lands on him. Yeah. And then he like grabs his glove and he's like, wait, there's two. Why is there two? Mm -hmm. Whoever could that be? It's Sarah. She tossed it perfectly to him across the... The, the middle. She didn't even ball it up either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just sailed it over there. Yeah. And uh, they get together. And all I can think is, he has never looked better in this movie than he did wearing that jacket. Yes, that tan little trench coat yeah. jacket looked good on him. His it hair really was did. on point. It was. And his collar was popped just yes. so. Pop in my collar. Looking good. Mm -hmm. Um, And and then they are together. And then at the very end, they go back to the store. It's Christmas time. They're trying to mull their decision to buy some gloves. And guess who is their cashier? But John Levy. And then the the bell bell rings and he starts closing up shop. And I thought, Do you not want to sell? Yeah. Are you still not on commission, sir? Listen, he, they probably do this every year. It doesn't say how long they've been together. Yeah. So he's like, oh, they never buy anything today. <laughs> <laughs> they do this every time. They just come to drink their wine, you know. Yeah, to me, it looked like it was like the next Christmas. Anniversary. But that means it was only like a couple months later. Mm. So... Who knows? But I'm just. But her hair is way different. Yeah. So then I thought, okay, maybe it's like five years later, mm. ten years, or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's never been decided. No, but that's okay. They live in the land of no time <laughs> flies. So, April. Yes. The important question. Uh huh. What do you rate this movie? I rate this movie. 
an eight out of oh. 10. I'm very Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. If this movie was made today, they would have crystals instead of candles. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Yep. And it'd be a gay best friend. Maybe. I feel like Eve would be mm-hmm. a gay best friend. Um, I will rate it also an eight out of 10. Needs more flute. No. <laughs> I was say too many flutes. <laughs> that's so random. Um, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's what I feel. Mm-hmm. So it's almost the new year. Yes. Um, we have plans for the new year. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you enjoy our plans. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have a serendipitous new year. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Well, until next time. Toodles. Bye. This episode was produced by Two Chicks Talking Flicks. Music was produced by Michael Giervani. If you like this episode, please like and subscribe. If you'd like to be a part of the show, have a movie suggestion, or just want to give us some love, you can email us at twochickstalkingflicks at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Toodles. Toodles.